following is a paid program on 630 WLAP. This is the Tom Dupree Show on News Radio 630 WLAP and WLAP.com. Welcome to the camp. I guess you all know why we're here. My name is Tommy, and I became aware this year. If you want to follow me, you've got to play pinball. And put in your earplugs, put on your eye shades, you know where to put the cork. All right, well, Mike, can you hear me? I can hear you, I Bo. can hear you just fine. So we're going to switch Tom over here to another mic. How about, so. how about now? I, for some reason, you sound like you're off mic from your original microphone. This is live radio, folks. So, Mike, everything good with you? <laughs> Everything's good. Yeah, good. So, good. yeah, we're going to talk. We're going to talk a little bit uh, what's been going on in the markets, in the economy. Tom's getting hooked up to the new microphone here. How about now? That's much better. I don't know what happened. Uh, I didn't touch anything. No, I, I didn't think you did, but all of a sudden, uh, I had you up on the board here, and then I just yeah, you could barely so, hear me. So, but we got you now. All right, Mike. Um, at Dupree Financial Group, we are always trying to help people invest their money in a way that uh, is going to give them the best bang for their buck. And one of the biggest human uh, failings is the ability to have patience. Right. One of the articles here that you brought is uh, the the uh, statement on there is patience is your biggest investment asset. Patience is a virtue, but it can be difficult for investors to master. Focusing on short-term results may impede progress towards long-term uh, investing objectives, limiting the potential of your portfolio. You know, um, we haven't had a big problem with impatient investors. That's not been right. really our problem, but it can be a problem with lots of people. Right. And the, the thing you have to be careful of um, – there's there's being patient and then if you if you have a clearly defined um 
way that you're investing, uh, clearly defined objectives on how you're investing, then that that's when you can have patience. Um, where patience can get you in trouble is if you're invested in just something that doesn't suit your needs. Yeah. Uh, or maybe it used to suit your needs and it doesn't now, and then patience can actually <laughs> – be be work against kind of work against you right but if if you have a clearly defined uh way that you're investing the the way we invest like you said we don't really have a problem with impatience but the way we invest it's it's designed to be more of a well it's an income producing portfolio so it, it typically will be less volatile typically um, than the market. And so volatility is up and down. And so if you had a huge move in the market, um, sometimes a more conservative portfolio might not go up. Volatility usually means down. It does. Um, but the ups and downs, what we're looking for is a consistent income stream. So let's say, let's say you're generating four and a half percent on the income, um, and let's say you're not taking the, the 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 dividends and the interest right now. You're just letting that plow back in for compounding. Compounding is an amazing it is. phenomenon, but it takes time. It does take time because um, you know it takes uh, one year to get. Hey, if if you don't take anything else away from this show right here, it takes a year to get a year's worth of dividends. That's right. <laughs> so, it, but it, but then that dividend the next year is you're earning dividends on those dividends and so it's a slow snowball effect um of of compounding we think we can see it going on the investors don't always see it because they might look at their portfolio and say well i'm not up as much as i thought i was going to be um but they're not looking sometimes at the compounding some people don't even read their statements you know, they just they just look at the uh, bottom line one way or the other. But there is that compounding that's going on when you've got dividends that, if you're not taking the dividends for living expenses, right? And it's something that you see over time. Um, now, if when you look at, for our clients that do look at their statements, you look in the the statement on the history. Hey, there's a dividend. Hey, this this paid a dividend right. this month. Um, some of the companies pay dividends every month, some quarterly, some once a year. So the dividends are coming in throughout the course of the year, and it's it's almost just like that that quiet thing that's going on yeah. in the background, and where where people can um, uh, fall victim to impatience, especially as if you're looking at the S and P five hundred or some or or some other index, and you're trying to compare whatever your portfolio is well your portfolio you know in our case the portfolio is not designed to follow the S&P 500 it's it's designed to produce income and to be less volatile we want it right. to hold up better in a down market that's that's one thing we try to do is hold up better and so you're comparing apples and oranges that's right. when you do that so you have to be careful um what you're comparing it to and see what is the risk profile of each of the things that you're comparing it to. Yeah, that's right. Um, the S and P 500 is made up of stocks only 
many of which are trading at 25, 30 times earnings. Yeah. Big multiples, big numbers, very much vulnerable to a downturn in a uh, in a down market. And that's one of the things we try to manage for is the potential downturns that may occur, you know, and undoubtedly will occur at some point. Yes. Where you're going to be pretty vulnerable sitting in an S&P 500 um, thing. I, I read a statistic uh, yesterday in the S&P 500, where the way that the index is weighted, only 15% of the index is in uh, defensive types of companies. Yeah. Um, and so, like you were just saying, it's weighted more towards the, the more expensive, the growth stocks. This article that you uh, pulled out of U.S. News and World Report, it says, when you have markets that are rising, your brain perceives that it will continue to go up, while subconsciously you believe that a down market will keep dropping. Being emotionally tied to your money in this way makes it easy to react rashly and make mistakes at the wrong times. Well-grounded investors stay in the present, while distressed investors project their, and I guess you could also argue uh, overly optimistic investors, project their feelings into the future. Their assumptions about what may happen versus what is happening with their investments can amplify fear and trigger impatience. Mm-hmm. It's when you look at a month or a quarter or even a year's time in whatever you're invested in, and you extrapolate that out that, hey, this, whatever I'm invested in, it was up 15% last year. It's going to do that again next right. year. Or whatever I was in was down 5%. It's going to be down 5% next year. It, it doesn't work that way. Um, uh, we've seen it, I don't know how many times, a lot of times – the best time to buy something is after it's dropped. Yeah, That's but right. If you have a diversified portfolio, naturally you're typically going to have something in the portfolio that zigs when everything else zags. Um, you so you might have something that's up ten percent, twelve percent, nine percent, and then something that's down five percent. Well, the flip side that can happen too. So you want to have a diversified portfolio so that when everything's working against this one part of the portfolio, there's another part that's probably doing better. Yeah. Here's another article that you've got. Let's get into this when we come back. Actually, it's time for a break. It is the Tom Dupree Show. It's News Radio 630 WLAP. When you listen more. People listen. A little more listening. You understand more. Strong on the border. Keep families together. Sales taxes. Internet sales. Political bias. Every day, more is happening on News Radio 630. Listen to me now. WLAP. Hi, I'm Tom Dupree Jr. Our firm, Dupree Financial Group, has been engaged in the management of retirement investment accounts of our clients for nearly 14 years. My personal time in the investment business spans 40 years. We bring experience to the table in managing your retirement dollars. If you would like a seasoned and experienced manager to handle your investment portfolio, then give us a call. To schedule a complimentary review of your retirement investments, call Dupree Financial Group at 859-233-0400 or send an email to info at dupreefinancial.com. 
Also, be sure to listen to the Tom Dupree Show Saturdays at 7 a.m. at News Radio 630 WLAP. That's Dupree Financial Group at 859-233-0400 and DupreeFinancial.com. George, George Cocker, Joe, Joe's brother, George, George Cocker. That's what I was going to call him, George. I, I was watching a documentary on Joe Cocker uh, on Netflix the other day, and uh, of course, you and I have dissected Mad Dogs and Englishmen. Yep. To a, a, a little string of wax, and so I wanted to get in some more Joe Cocker outside of Mad Dogs, and yeah. I, I forgot that he did. I heard it through the grapevine, which is just blistering. Yes, yeah, he he did did a lot of other people's songs. Yeah, Joe Cocker covers are the best. They are. It, they make it into a whole new song. Yeah, it is the Mad Dogs and the Englishman. Mad Dogs, the Englishman, and, and, and Joe Cocker. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> All right. Chasing performance is the biggest don't to investing in the investment industry. And this is a little bit of a take on what we were just talking about. Uh, This goes to the heart of the investment industry itself and how it sort of sells itself. It's um, I heard something on CNBC on the radio the other day. I can't even believe that they run these things that the SEC doesn't do something about it, but they were selling these real estate partnerships and they were saying 20% guaranteed rate of return. And they're saying these, buy these 20% uh, investment partnerships and sign up now. I don't know how they can do that. How, how, yeah, how does the SEC not bust them on that? I know. It just doesn't make sense. Either the SEC is just not listening or – I don't know, but you get a lot of stuff thrown at you, especially on the radio. (laughs) I know it sounds, you're probably going to think, okay, well, here's this guy on the radio and he's throwing off on other people on the radio. But I've heard some of the biggest investment scams pitched in media Yeah, and they get away with it. In the investment industry, one of the most common disclaimers you will find is past performance is no indication of future performance. Despite these words of caution, investors continue to practice the strategy that does not work consistently, chasing performance. Chasing performance is very dangerous, yet it happens over and over again. The unfortunate reality is that performance, like sex, sells. 
emerging markets in the early 90s, the financial boom in the mid-90s, technology in the late 90s, and now the oil and gas boom. Last year's performers always attract the most new money, and investors follow like lemmings. My advice is simple. Don't chase last year's winners. Think about it. If it were that easy, we should be able to buy last year's winners, knowing it will be this year's winners, following year's winner, and so on and on. Unfortunately, it's never that easy. Performance is subjective depending upon what you perceive to be a decent return. As a result, it will always be better to establish a realistic, objective performance benchmark. Think portfolio instead of individual. Quite often, investors will look at their portfolio of investments and zone in on weaknesses. Likely, the thought that crosses your mind is to keep your winners and sell your losers. Keep in mind that a properly diversified portfolio will often have components that underperform from time to time. This is a... We don't see it as much in our own... investors but it's a problem that people have to deal with is 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 a lack of patience right um whenever we're meeting with a a prospect somebody that's not a client yet um a lot of times when we're looking at their portfolio uh they'll have 10 15 20 mutual funds in there and one of the things that article touches on is a diversified portfolio if you actually look at what the funds are invested in, uh, there's a lot of overlap. Uh, actually, at the underlying holdings inside of those funds, lots of overlap. Right. So they they tend to move in lockstep with each yeah. other. Now, so when, when you're talking about patience, you know, sometimes if you're in a market that's been going straight up and one of their funds has benefited, therefore all of them have benefited. That's good for right. Um, but when you start getting into choppy markets, like we've been in since the end of January of this year, um, that's when it, it comes to the fo- something that's kind of been in the shadows that, hey, I'm not really diversified. That comes to the forefront. Right. And, it's, and this, it's just like a, a shot to the brow that says, hey, you know, everything's moving in lockstep. Maybe when you were 35 years old, that was an okay thing because you were still making contributions. But as people are getting closer to retirement, then you've got to have uh, a, a, a different – you don't want everything moving in the same direction all the time. And so you want to have a diversified portfolio, and that's when it just it, it smacks them in the face. I mean, they see how they've been invested, and it's not – it doesn't suit their – goals now as an investor right we've had uh i can think of one guy who would or two at least who come in and say i've got to beat the market i've got to do better than the market and they have this goal out there of getting to a certain amount of money that they think they're going to need to have Mm -hmm. well i can tell you that what's more important than having a pot of money worth a certain amount is having a stream of income worth a certain amount. Right. Because income is what you use to pay for things. Whereas money in the bank or money sitting in a brokerage account is not income. Mm-hmm. It's principal. What, how well is that principal paying your bills? What's it invested in that will throw off enough 
dividends or, or income in order for you to pay your bills with. And the way the investment industry um, evaluates itself is not by income being thrown off. It's by total return. Right. <laughs> Along those same lines, <clears throat> somebody says, I have to beat the market. Okay, when? Yeah. W- over what period? Right. Um, because – Let's say the market in the, during the financial crisis, okay, you're, you're in something and it's down 38% instead of 40%. Yep. Well, you beat the market, but you're down 38%. Um, right. Or so it, it cuts both ways. Um, so having a stream of income that is consistent um, and uh, hopefully over time going up, when you're looking at an investment portfolio, you don't view it as a you shouldn't view it as a checking account because if you do that, you're going to be liquidating your principal over time. Yeah, what we're the most concerned about is how much do, how much in income does your portfolio produce because retirement investors need income. They don't necessarily need capital gains. Capital gains can be nice to have, but it only is uh, a smart thing in the event it's producing income for you. If it's not producing income for you, it's just pretty numbers on a page. Right. And the market we've been in since the financial crisis, um, a lot of 401ks, retirement plans have had capital gains and what we've done with clients, n- new clients, is convert those capital gains into an income producing right. stream. And that, those, the income produced from those capital gains reinvested in dividend producing stuff is what we use to get them through to the, right. you know. Stay with us. You're listening. To the Tom Dupree Show, it's News Radio 630 WLAP. As a marketer, you want to reach everyone adults, teens, millennials. But it's not like these groups all hang out in the same place, right? Actually, wrong. They're all right here, listening to radio commercials just like this one. Radio ads connect with 93% of Americans every week. That's more than Google, more than Facebook, more than TV. In fact, radio reaches 20% more millennials than TV. Want more of the people you want to talk to all in one place? You want to get to iHeartMedia.com and get AMFM working for you. Well, here we are again, and I got to tell you, Jim, this match has me really concerned. Here we have a powerful heavyweight, a train, weighing in at 6,000 tons, and this hasty lightweight challenger, a car, at just one and a half tons? This does not bode well for the car or the people in it. It's no contest. Every day, people are injured or killed trying to beat a train at rail crossings. See tracks, think train. It's Saturday, July 7th. What's new today on the iHeartRadio app? iHeartRadio. We've got the ultimate playlist to set the mood for the summer of 2018. Ready? Check out the classic rock playlist. Gen X radio playlist has a huge variety. Unbelievable. Big hair 80s. And so many more. Let iHeartRadio handle your summer soundtrack. 
all your favorite music, all your favorite stations, all free. Watching conditions closely in order to move in to evacuate the 12 boys and their soccer coach who have been trapped in a flooded cave there for two weeks. The rescue attempt could begin as soon as tonight. We're hearing from the boys also in their own words. ABC's Matt Gutman is on the scene. This morning, for the first time, letters emerging from three miles deep. The boys writing home. The letters ferried out by divers. The boys ask for fried chicken and barbecued pork. Others ask that they not get too much homework when they get out. 13-year-old Dom wrote, I'm fine, but it's a little bit cold. Don't worry, and don't forget my birthday. In New Jersey this morning, reports of a house explosion in Newfield near Atlantic City. Authorities say people were inside at the time. No word yet on injuries or any fatalities. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo in Japan after his North Korean trip says his talks with North Korean officials are complicated but evolving to implement that denuclearization agreement. Michelle Franz and ABC News. We're going to continue to hang on to a very nice sky across the region on this Saturday. It feels good for a change. Low 80s with low humidity. Enjoy it as we roll our way into Sunday. Low and mid 80s, just a little more humidity. Nothing we can't handle. Can't roll out an isolated shower or thunderstorm early next week. We're going to mug it up and we may storm it up once again. Have a great weekend, everybody. I'm WKYT Chief Meteorologist Chris Bailey on your official weather station, News Radio 630 WLAP. Broadcasting live 24 7 from the heart of Big Blue Nation. This is News Radio 630 WLAP, an iHeart Radio station. Give those old saggy gutters a spring cleaning and protect your home from water with LeafGuard, a patented one piece gutter system. Call 859 903 0777 and receive a $100 restaurant.com gift card with an in home estimate. That's 903 0777. Call today for 75% off labor at 903 0777. That's 903 0777. All offers subject to terms and restrictions. Call 859 903 0777. Offers subject to change without notice. Offer expires 731 18. It's back. The Barbasol Championship presents a special edition of Acoustic Jam. Tuesday, July 17th at Lexington Opera House. And it all benefits the kids at Kentucky Children's Hospital. Starring. Starring. Billy Currington. David Lee Murphy. Jordan Davis, Chris Lane, Maddie and Tay, and, and Travis Denning. Tickets are on sale now at all Ticketmaster outlets and Ticketmaster.com. Hey everybody, in an effort to raise awareness of traffic safety laws and to encourage safe driving habits, I'm here to remind you of the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety's Blue Lights Across the Bluegrass Summer Enforcement Campaign. I'm Matt Jones, and with the current travel season, we're reminding all drivers of their responsibilities behind the wheel. Don't speed, don't drive impaired or distracted, wear your seatbelt. It's not only the law, but it's your best defense against injury and death. We don't want to write tickets, but we want to save lives. So always obey the law. No exceptions. No excuses. 630 WLAP. Back on the Tom DeFree Show, we have here Aaron Cook, who along with Dick Suffoletta, who will be here, we hope momentarily, um, 
is here to talk about uh, something that they've done for a number of years at Camp Horsing Around down near Perryville, Kentucky. This is a camp for children with cancer. And uh, Aaron, welcome to the Tom Dupree Show. Well, thank you very much for having me. Uh, tell us a little bit about the name of this camp and uh, how it operates and, and that sort of thing. Well, the name of the camp is called Indian Summer Camp, and it's a part of a larger organization called Kids Cancer Alliance. And Kids Cancer Alliance is essentially a organization that helps kids and their families, uh, kids who have cancer. And because it's not just a disease that affects the child, obviously, the, the parents right. and the siblings um, also yeah. suffer um, through, through the treatment and the illness. So uh, in addition to the camp, Kids Cancer Alliance uh, provides free of charge a whole bunch of other uh, resources for families. They do in-hospital in, uh, camping programs for kids who can't really? go out, uh, so they bring the camp to them. Wow. Uh, they, they can't set fires in the, in the hospital, but no. otherwise they, they have a good time. Um, and they do um, lots of different like quarterly events for families and their siblings and the kids to go out. Uh, they do um, a teen weekender for some of the older kids as well. Right. And uh, they have other programs like Flashes of Hope. And uh, Flashes of Hope is a, a sort of a parallel organization that they come and take really beautiful, artfully done pictures of kids um, during treatment most of the time um, with their families and for a lot of families it's a way for them to sort of uh, remember where they were and the, the days of treatment and then later on they can as their child grows up and um, and sort of resumes a, a normal life cancer free they're able to kind of look back at that time and um, and for some families it's it's sort of the last beautiful pictures they get of of their child yeah um so uh there's also bereavement funds um if we have to do that um and probably one of the biggest things of late that has been really exciting is our scholarship fund so this year eight really deserving kids um receive scholarships to go to college to go to um junior college and other pursuing other forms of education outside of high school that um, all these kids or kids who had cancer when they were little mm -hmm. uh, were sort of engaged in our organization and uh, and received anywhere between five hundred and four thousand dollars a year to to pursue education, which is pretty amazing given the situation that, that some of these kids have been in. So we've really grown into a from our humble beginnings as a camp, um, which was just a week long respite for kids to be able to go outside. And these, and for their caregivers. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well yeah. The the kids were extreme always extremely happy to get dropped off. But I'll tell you the the parents often would say, like, our vacation starts today too. Right. And uh not and so they, they would all, all go and have fun or it would be time with their with their other kids that they often weren't able to spend with with the uh the other kids in the family and um but and we've grown from those sort of humble beginnings as just a week long camp to now we have Four weeks of camp, um, two weeks for siblings, and two weeks for the uh, the oncology kids, as we call them, the kids who've, who've, who have cancer or who have had cancer, and as well as all these other um, resources that we're able to provide. So it's pretty incredible. That's great. Dick Suffoletta with us today. Dick, you've been involved in this thing now for a number of years, and you can tell us a little bit about the history of it and how it's evolved uh, also. 
Well, the way we got involved was when our daughter married Aaron, and that's when we found out about it. And from there, going back and doing a little history, I, I found out it was Coach Joe B. Hall that got the whole thing rolling. Really? Really, he did. And what happened was they used to be able to take the basketball team on uh, barnstorming, and they raised money doing that. When they did, he got the idea, well, why don't we have a camp for kids with cancer? Yeah. And that's how it all began, and that was, Aaron, 36 years ago this year? I believe the first year was 82 or 83. Okay. Really? So, you know, a lot of people, well, everybody knows Coach Hall mm-hmm. for you know, winning the NCAA and being Kentucky's coach, coming in after Adolph Rupp. I mean, but what I, I really want people to remember is that he started this, this camp for these children and their families and it has continued on and continued to serve Central Kentucky. So that's that's my passion. It's called Indian that. Summer Camp. Mm-hmm. Correct. And what's the website for it? So you can just go to iscamp.org, um, um, or you can search for Kids Cancer Alliance, and that will yeah, bring you kid, to our website that right. has all the different resources, including stories about some of the kids and some of the families, uh, ways to help. All of these things are are done free of charge uh, based on charitable donations by people uh, like your listeners and uh, like you last year. And um, so we uh, we really appreciate that. It's really a blessing for families. As you can imagine, this sort of life altering illness um, can really challenge a family's finances, to say the least. And uh, so to be able to just give this to families and, and children is is really a blessing. You know, um, you've been in it for 19 years. Something about it must have jumped out at you that, to get you involved. And then Dick, who's uh, always willing to tell people about what's going on and uh, is, is never at a shortage for words, you've been able to enlist him mm-hmm. As a as a big supporter, there's there's something about this that you guys are getting out of it too, that's amazing. Why don't you talk a little bit about um, Dick? Let me start with you. What drives you to be so involved with this this thing? Well, of course, it's our story. We've been through this. When I was 15 and my brother was 11, we found out. Um, one Friday afternoon that he had leukemia, and I think it was ALL, mm-hmm. was the, uh, the type that he had. It was no different than having a, a grenade thrown in our house and exploded. He, uh, he went in the hospital that Friday night. We had his funeral the next Saturday. Good heavens. So having been there and known what it's like uh, to be able to serve these families, and now that particular cancer, that uh, leukemia is now a a very treatable disease. In fact, uh, a few years ago, one of my counselors, whose mother was a, uh, she worked at the med center. She was in, um, she gave the, oh, not stem cell, uh, where they come in and do the cancer treatment. Mm-hmm. It was Will's mother. Oh, yeah. She was one of the physicians. Yes. Yep. yep. So what happened? transplant, yep found out that this young man who is now a camp um, a counselor he had the exact same uh, leukemia my brother had but he's a survivor wow 
So to be able to give back uh, to these families, know what they've been through, but do it and have a great time, um, that's what what drives me. Um, And, of course, I know it's also driven Aaron because his— when, when he was dating our daughter, there was a little girl named Brooklyn, and she was very close to his heart, and today their first child is named Grace Brooklyn after her. So mm-hmm. we, uh, we know to be able to give back, it's, it's a wonderful thing. Yeah. And Aaron, tell me just a little bit about how you got involved in it. Yeah, I think, well, I'm, I think it's as, as simple as to, to give is better than to receive in a lot of respects. Uh, when I first started going to camp, I was in, in school, in, in college, and um, I thought, you know what, this is going to be really fun. It's going to be a great way to um, spend a week in the summer. It's, it sounds like a really worthy cause. Kind of went into it very naively, uh, but it didn't take but a few hours to realize what, um, what an impact this was going to have on me, and um, it just kind of captured my heart as far as um, – the kinds of things that you get to see and do with these kids. I think the boy that, that Dick was referring to is a great example. I vividly remember uh, him, his first year, he was pretty nervous. This is a whole week to spend yeah. away from your family um, with strangers, essentially, yes. and, and other kids who have cancer. And um, so he was real nervous, and so talking him through that, he was also still getting treatment. So there's one day, I think it was a Tuesday, he left – to go back to Lexington to get chemotherapy, uh, but was like, I'm going back. I'm not staying home. Yeah. They, they said, well, you know, this might make you a little bit sick, you know. And um, he said, I am going back. It's one week out of the year. I'm going sure. back. So he comes back for dinner time, throws up, feels bad for about an hour, and then he's out uh, trying to get in the pool. Wow. You know, and so I think when you see kids who um, – you know have such challenges. It puts your own life in, in perspective. Um, but it also is just such an inspiration. Yeah. You see the joy that they have, the power of a, a child wanting to play and wanting to play with other kids is uh, it's unstoppable. And this, when you, you can spend an hour or two at this camp and, and that will just hit you right square in the face. Well, Dick, uh, I don't know what I did last year, but I think I'm good for a thousand bucks this year. So, oh, this is wonderful. That's that's very very kind. We didn't come here with our hand out, but uh, it's all right. We're not gonna we're not gonna turn you down. I believe in these kinds of things, especially when it there's a a hook to it with somebody I know that's been affected and who gives uh, a darn about it. And let's just for the benefit of the listeners, let's talk about. Uh, how they could make a donation if they wanted to. Well, um, I think the the easiest way is probably on the website. You can go to the website, Kids Cancer Alliance. Okay. And um, there's there's places there for for you to donate. That's probably the easiest thing. You don't have to donate money, um, although that's that's always pretty good. Um, but you can you can volunteer to donate um, funds um, or different things. Funds that being the same thing as money. Yeah. Or <laughs> Or things that the camp may need. You may want to donate a whole bunch of, don't donate candy, but candy, uh, you know, food. If you're. Well, let's just you, keep you, it you to money. That, that's probably the easiest. Um, but the easiest way is on the website. Which um, is Kids Cancer Alliance yes. or, or ISCamp. Is camp. 
Yep. You know, and if you want, if you're interested in uh, doing it, you can call me at two three three zero four hundred. I would like to be able to present a check of my own plus more. I mean, these things just cost money. The bottom line is, you 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 can't get around it. Uh, doing this sort of thing. Do you guys actually run the camp? I mean, <laughs> far from it. We're yeah. we're counselors, if you can. Okay. Yeah, we're we're the ones that are in the you cabin with the kids. Yeah. And uh, you know, trying to to keep a little bit of of order with it. Uh, and uh, remember, it doesn't cost these children one cent to come. But it, Aaron, if I'm correct, isn't it somewhere around eleven hundred dollars a child that it costs us? to to do this yeah, i think mr dupree your donation will probably is probably sufficient i'll just make it 1100 let's one, just let's just right. say job, that it'll Nick. cover one you got an extra hundred out of me just at 1250 <laughs> yeah you could have jumped in Aaron. but that that's that's about what it takes to send one child to camp each okay year. and right now including the the sibling camp um i don't know the numbers exactly for this year but last year is right around 200 kids or so um, throughout the year, so um, so that generosity goes a, a quite a long way. Well, I, I think that people who are in a weakened position, like it's what cancer does to you, you know, it makes you uh, kind of give up on life and living in some ways. And, and anything that can be done to get you back in the mainstream and uh, feeling like you're a somebody again is a good thing. Also, want really to drive the point home that even though these kids are either currently receiving treatment or they're in remission, this is a really happy place. Yeah. I mean, I couldn't get my wife to come for a while, and finally, she said, "You know, I, I don't know if I can do this." I said, "Stop by. You've got to come to camp." She got there. She said, "I cannot believe everybody is like on a high." I said, yeah. "Well, sure, because we're there having fun." There you go. And that that. You would be amazed at the number of, of kids that live for that week. I mean, it, that it great? pulls them. It's their goal, and they shoot for it, and it uh, it is just a great, happy place, isn't it, Aaron? Yeah, it is. It's uh, it's it's probably it's certainly the the best week of my year, and um, I think for for all the kids, they come with a smile on their face, they stay with a smile on their face, and then they pass out in the car on the way home. IS Camp or uh, Kids Cancer Alliance. Dot org. Anything else you guys want to add? Well, on, I Dick. also want to say uh, since we are now at at um, that portion around, you having a sale at, at Suffolettas this week, or <laughs> well, well, yes, we're having a, a clearance sale this. You know, it's, it is Fourth of July. Did you know that? Yeah, I did know that. Okay, well, that's good. well. Let's get in a plug for Suffs. Well, that's furniture. that's very kind that that we are having our Fourth of July sale that's going through. Well, you got to you got to earn a living, so you know. Well, and then of course we we do we do donate to the camp not only this time but uh, at the end of the year we see how many shekels we've made and and it always gets a, a part of it. So so we're thankful for that. But I also want to make sure that there was a group that built camp horsing around um molly yes. and barney hunter yeah um the late jackie nicholson uh let me see uh dr cronin yeah uh, his his phyllis. wife phyllis cronin the and uh let me see there's there was a group of ladies that are the driving force behind that behind it yes and so i, I do want to give them a shout out 
and make sure uh, Jeannie Wayne was another one that, that comes to mind. But these, these women were very instrumental. Very much so. And that's the power of volunteerism and done right and what it can, can mean, you know, to a community. So, well, listen, I appreciate you guys being here today. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Well, all right. Uh, there, I can't believe this, but Suff's Furniture would like to donate $1,100 to match Tom Dupree. Wow. That's cool. That is. I mean, I just just got that uh, text. Uh, anybody else out there want to, you know, yeah, throw some money this uh, the kids' way? Why, it will be well received and well worth it. That's good. Well, I'm glad we can help, and uh, I'm glad you guys are taking time to do it to volunteer your own time and vacation time and that sort of thing to help these kids and to do what you do, and I thank you for that. Tom, and we really want to uh, thank you because this airtime we know costs money too. And this is very, very kind and generous of what you have done and, and your whole staff. Mike's over here nodding away. Yes, yes. <laughs> well, so, I'm glad. Thank you. I, I appreciate it. So we've been talking with Dick Cephalofa. <laughs> well, some people use call me Snuffleupagus because of. Sesame Street. I can't say it. Dick Suffoletta and uh, Aaron Cook, who've been talking to us today about the Indian Summer Camp for Children with Cancer. You can donate to them. Uh, go on the Kids Cancer Alliance website. Call me at 233-0400 if you want to help. And we're in, and they're in, and thank God for people like you guys. Appreciate you. Thank you very much. Thank All right, so much. appreciate it. You're listening to the Tom Dupree Show. It's News Radio 630 WLAP. Technology. Crime. Healthcare. Severe weather. Money. More money. Space. Kids. Fitness. My commute. Good life. Life's information station. Every facet of life. News Radio 630 WLAP. Hi, I'm Tom Dupree Jr. Our firm, Dupree Financial Group, has been engaged in the management of retirement investment accounts of our clients for nearly 14 years. My personal time in the investment business spans 40 years. We bring experience to the table in managing your retirement dollars. If you would like a seasoned and experienced manager to handle your investment portfolio, then give us a call. To schedule a complimentary review of your retirement investments, call Dupree Financial Group at 859-233-0400 or send an email to info at dupreefinancial.com. Also, be sure to listen to the Tom Dupree Show Saturdays at 7 a.m. at News Radio 630 WLAP. That's Dupree Financial Group at 859-233-0400 and DupreeFinancial.com. 630 WLAP. Tom Dupree show. That was a good thing to hear about from Dick and Aaron. We only have about three minutes here. Uh, let's talk briefly about this interest rate thing. 
tax wrinkle spurs pension plans to, to buy more treasuries. Um, one of the things that people have been talking about is uh, the interest rate on the 10-year treasury continues to stay well below 3%, which was predicted to go above that several months ago, and it did get above it briefly, but it's gone back below that. We think that actually more pension plans are buying long-term treasury bonds in order to lay off their obligation because they've been able to contribute more to their pension plans under the – New tax laws. The right. money's going. A lot of the money's going straight into treasuries. Right, because uh, <clears throat> what a lot of these pension plans. You, you see it with insurance companies too. They try to match their uh, investments with their liabilities, and so something they will typically go towards are long dated treasuries, or in the case of some of these pension plans, strips, uh, which is like a zero coupon bond. Yeah, it's a treasury bond that has no that you buy at a deep discount and it matures at par. Right. So you've had uh, billions of dollars uh, of investments basically in long-dated treasuries um, because of the the tax reform, because they got the tax benefits. So you've had more money moving into that, which has helped push down uh, the yield. Um, So the 10-year yesterday closed at 2.83%. Like you said, it got to well above three uh, percent right but also um with uh tariff uh the issues going on with tariffs uh that's uh deflationary yeah um uh or excuse me that that it, it you combine well it's it's, it's, the, it's actually inflationary yeah. for the for the consumer but you, you combine all these different things uh, but because you had a flight to safety yes uh people it was a risk-off market, so that money went into bonds. So you have all this going on, and it's it's pushed the yield down uh, on long-term bonds, which helps dividend-paying stocks be more competitive, right? Because you know if you're not getting three or four percent on Treasury bonds, and you can get that on a stock that pays dividends, you know it's worth looking at, right? Some of these, uh, we're, we're going to be looking into some other things in the future. Some of these food companies and mm-hmm. companies like that that have really gotten beat up in this market. One we used to own, which is Kraft Heinz. We're going to start taking a look at some of these things again because they've really gotten smacked. They've gotten beat up bad um, as strong balance sheets. Yeah. Um, good yields <laughs> at where, the, where they're trading right. now. The yield on them is attractive. So, well, our time's about up. I hope uh, this was an informative and helpful show for you today. Just count, look at the dividends. Stay with us. Keep, give us a call if you'd like to have us take a look at your investments, 233-0400. You've been listening to the Tom Dupree Show, News Radio 630 WLAP.